So we are live. Okay, we, we're not live. We record. And just to let you know, man, everything on here could be edited. You right. know what I'm saying? Talk freely. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to ask you questions. We just catching up and recording it. You know what I'm saying? Got so cool, you. cool shit. We might as well go ahead and get started. Let's do it. So, Let's do it. Uh, so again, uh, my name is uh, Moise Batis, and welcome to the MoFo Podcast, where we connect with, uh, uh, where I connect with personally with people that I respect, honor, have learned from, and grown from throughout the years. I've had the blessing to have my life impacted by people and and and, and reciprocated that same impact, and um, I want to share them with the world. And as you know, we are based on student athletes, that theme and the lessons that we learn from competition and sports. And uh, then we grow up and go into real life. And so, um, you know, this is the uh, Memories from Moon series. And I'm bringing y'all nothing but heavy hitters. We got NFL, I mean, excuse me, not NFL. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I heard about your, uh, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about the, uh, the potential to go to the league, but um, we're talking uh, to Robert Morris University legends. That's what we're starting off with. And my next guest is one of those. So before he gets to speak, I want to give him his proper introduction. All right. So this next, my next guest, I'm proud to say that I recruited. All right. Sure. This is my recruit. So uh, uh, let me just read some statistics. And I keep telling, I'm saying this. If you are going to college, and you, there's a certain position that you want to play. If you a dog, you a competitor, you're supposed to be looking up those stats and seeing what you're competing against. Because every school has a standard. Whether it's winning, the data don't lie. The numbers don't lie. So if you're an athlete, looking up those stats and seeing what you got to beat. So if you want to be a Robert Morris University receiver, here's some data that you got to know. This young man is arguably has been classified as one of the most exciting players in, in Robert Moore's history. He owns the all-time record for career yards and receiving and touchdowns. He also uh, owns the record for single-season um, yardage, touchdowns, and 100-yard games. He is the first in uh, Robert Moore's history to win all conference in two positions. He, uh, um, let me see, what else can I tell you about him? Um, he at one time held the longest uh, kickoff return in school history with 94 yards until broken not too soon after. Um, he is fifth all-time, excuse me, third all-time in all-purpose yards. So without further ado, Robert Morris University Hall of Famer, wide receiver, my recruit brought the state, <laughs> Taiwan Masty. Oh, hold on, back up, back up. A Popka's finest, a Popka's <laughs> finest. I, I could not forget that. A Popka Florida's finest. <laughs> Shout out to Warren Sapp. <laughs> Mr. Taiwan Massey, what's going on, little brother? Mo, man, what's up, baby? Appreciate the introduction, man. I really appreciate it, brother. Um, hey, bro, listen, I'm giving, uh, uh, the other part of this is giving flowers when it's due, you know? We want to give our flowers while people still alive, man. And what I hey. realized, man, I've been reflecting on Robert Morris and playing football is that, and watching, like, the, uh, the, um, uh, the, what's the Michael Jordan joint? Um, drawing a blank right now. Uh, Michael Jordan's documentary. Oh, the, uh, Yo. <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, I know what you. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm tripping right now. But yeah, man, um, last dance. Last dance. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Last dance. And so it's reflecting on and watching these stories. And I said, who's capturing our story from my right. vantage point? So I said, as a person who played and coached there, um, um, and I'm, I want to believe that I'm respected. I said, you know what? I'll take that on, and I just want to connect with my former teammates. Connect with. My former recruits and 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 because I know they got a lot to share with the world, man. So uh, I wanted to make sure you got your just do as far as your, these people need to know your data. They need to know your statistics. And I can't <laughs> wait to tell a story about how I stole you from uh, University of Florida. <laughs> we gonna talk about all of this, man. But man, how you been living, brother? Man, it's been a minute, man. How you been dealing with COVID? You and the family? 
Man, we're doing the best we can, man. First of all, we're doing the best we can. Uh, but before I get into that, man, I, hey, like you said, you want to give you roses while we're here, man. I appreciate you, bro, uh, because really without you, I wouldn't have been at Robert Morris. Uh, I never even heard of Robert Morris before you came in to Boone High School. Like, I, I still remember that day, you know what I'm saying? And you got me with that 10-0 uh, uh, highlight film. <laughs> you got me with that 10 and 0 highlight film, you know. Yes, I was sir. already committed. I was already committed to um, Coffeeville. I had already okay. signed Coffeeville, but that was a JUCO. And I yeah. still had the opportunity to sign with Robert Morris. And, and when you came in and pretty much, you know, gave us the rundown of Robert Morris, you know, with the highlight film and 10 and 0 and Reigns and everything like that, you know what I'm saying, bro? You, you really. You got me in there, bro. So I appreciate you that for that. That changed my life forever, for real, bro. Um, it really did. You know what I'm saying? It got me out of Florida. Got me to see things that I've never seen before. Um, you know, and I, I, I haven't talked to you in a while. So, you know, I definitely want to let you know that, man. And, uh, you know, I just appreciate you for that. And uh, even after the fact, when you left, you still was on me. You know, like a big brother, you was on me. Cussing me out. <laughs> and, and I, I, you know, one other thing I never forget when I first got up there, bro. Um, man, you took me to Giant Eagle, and you say, "Man, I'm, I'm gonna teach you how to shop like a, a freshman, a, a college freshman." You know what I'm saying? You had me buying oodles right. and noodles. And stuff. <laughs> so yeah, man, I, just, I appreciate that, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, you was there for me. You know what I'm saying? Hey so, man, again, it, it, that's my pleasure, man. It, it was my my goal was to pass on what it was given to me, and yeah. to know that you gonna pay little to nothing to do it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I said, no, I, I, this is a gym for my high school too. No. Yeah, you know, yeah. I said, Coffeeville, you would have did pretty well, man. You yeah. probably would have been one, but uh, but you took a chance and listened to me. And I knew you was gonna be a star. You and I just imagine if you would have got a chance your freshman year to play, yeah, what yeah. your numbers would be, right? If you right. had a chance to have a four-year career, Robert Morris, I right. think that they would be untouchable records, bro. They would never be broken. So, and right. anybody that know, they really know <laughs> as far as Robert Morris history, know exactly what I'm saying. So we yeah. and ain't gonna be too many people gonna debate that, you know what I'm saying? Right. Without a shadow of a doubt, if you had four years. You would have records that would never been touched. I think you would have had your all-purpose yardage would have never been touched, never been touched. So, but yeah, man. So good. We could start off with that. But yeah, how you been dealing with COVID and how the Justin family, man, was going on? Yeah, man. Um, so pretty much, man. You know, we like everybody else, man. On lockdown for a while. Um, you know, we finally starting to get back to a normal life. You know what I'm saying? Letting the kids go out a just a little bit, not too much. Um, right. You know, they they going crazy staying in the house, man, and they driving us crazy too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. So, uh, but yeah, we just put our youngest ones back in school. In school. Um, you know, the oldest ones, they're not in school, though. They're not in school, just the younger ones, because they weren't doing too good, man. So, you know, that homeschooling thing, it, it was rough for the smaller kids to yeah. keep their attention span, you know, on the teacher or whatever. So, but, you know, other than that, man, I can't complain. We're here. We, we good. The family good. Everybody good, man. Uh, you know, everybody in good health. So, you know, I can't complain too much, bro. Good stuff, man. So, I... You know, this after you know general introductions, man. We usually start off with uh, where you come from. So I know again, I said a Papa's <laughs> finest because you rep a Papa through and through. You make All it day. clear. You know, again, people say General Area Orlando. Yeah, that's not nah, that's unacceptable. <laughs> it's its own uh, respectable town and uh, have produced a lot of big time football players. You can do your own research. We got. The most, you know, famous one probably Warren Sapp, Hall of Famer, NFL. Um, right. But they produce dogs. So, uh, tell me about growing up in a popka, man. And uh, as a child, man, what was your childhood like? And keep it real. Hey, man, a popka. That's the hood, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you. That is the hood. <laughs> that is the hood. You yeah. Know what I'm but a popka, man. It like like uh, Mo said, man. It, it's a small little town outside of Orlando, about about 15, 20 minutes outside of Orlando. And, you know, even though I went to school in Orlando at Boone, you know, I always rep the Parker, man, because that's where it all started at. I played Park Warner football, man, you know, from age six until about 15. 
Okay, hold that thought. We might as well jump right into it. So tell me about your little league experience. So you started off at age six. What got you into football? When did you know, like, okay, I want to play football? And when you know when you was good? Shit, man. Man, my uncle, my uncle Jackie and my uncle Kenny, man. Those were my coaches pretty much growing up. You know, both of them passed away. You know, know, they, they gone now. But those dudes, man, when I tell you, they instilled in me football at a very young age. And I would say probably my second year playing Pop Warner. That's when I knew like, you know, yeah, this, this is what I want to do. I want to play football, man, because, you know, it, it was just instilled in, instilled in me at a young age, you know, and, uh, you know, those were my uncle, those were my mother's brothers. So that, that, that was even more like, you know, people pushing me even harder pushing me even harder every time, every time, every time I got on the field, those dudes knew how to bring that dog out of me. You know what I'm saying? Even if they had made me cry, whatever it was, they, <laughs> they, they, they knew it, they knew the numbers, uh, buttons to push, man. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'll say, man, about, about my second year though. Okay, what position did you start off playing? I started off playing cornerback. I didn't play offense my first year. I played cornerback. I loved it. You know what I'm saying? I, I loved it. I, I loved playing cornerback. Um, but it was my first year playing. We was just, they didn't really know I can run the ball and, and throw and catch and all that. Then, you know, but that next year after, I switched to offense and I played offense and defense. So that so your so your third year you get to play offense. So now you were eight uh, at nine years old. Probably about nine years old, man. Yeah, about nine years old. So you that's when you start doing everything. Yeah, they put me on offense, man, and I, hey, I never went back to defense. <laughs> you okay, know, what I, mean? hey. I played, I yeah, played both ways. I played both ways, but once I got on offense, I was, you know, pretty much on offense. Okay, okay. You remember your first touchdown? Uh, I don't. I don't. It's, okay. <laughs> I don't. It's been hey, a the reason I why it. I ask is, man, I interviewed Dante Settles. Yeah, my boy. Oh, bro, wait till you hear his first touchdown. That joy is so funny. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. I mean, oh, man. I interviewed some, 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 I mean, so far, man. Cliff, no, James, uh, right. uh, 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 Settles. Uh, yeah. man. Yeah, I, yeah, I've I, I interviewed about almost nine people, man. I just ain't putting it. Yeah, all this got to be put out, bro. All of this got to be edited first, man. But I got a lot of good interviews coming, man. So I got you. Yeah, Dante Sutter, remember here. So, so you remember first touchdown, but what, what's your earliest memory, like your favorite memory of Pop Warner football? My earliest memory, uh, man, really, man, it was a team I was on, and we, man, it, like these guys, we were loaded. We were loaded. Uh-huh. We were loaded. You know, we got we had guys on that team that played D one football, um, big big time power. You know, power five D one football. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, and it was a whole bunch of us on that team that played D one football. You know what I'm saying? And I'm considering Ralph Moore's D one football. Oh yeah, you have to. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, my boy Brandon Merriweather was on that team. He played. You know, he played for the oh. Patriots. Yeah, yeah, my boy okay. Othellis Swift, man, he he was the dog. He played at New Mexico State. A couple other kids, man. It, it was at least like nine or ten guys on that team that played D one football, man. And that that team was just was so athletic. You know what I'm saying? We just ran through teams all the time, and I just remember that team. You know what I'm saying? Just okay. growing up with those boys. You know, we pretty much played from when we were younger to we were teenagers. So, you know, that was, that was probably my best memory, man, with that team. Y'all, y'all winning championships? Uh, we, man, we lost, <laughs> man, it's crazy. All that talent, but we lost to Port Orange. Port Orange, man, uh-huh. he's had two little small kids, man, and they just, they ran, they was, they were good running backs, man. They wore these uh, Halloween socks. They look like Halloween socks. We used to call them Halloween socks when we were kids, man. But yeah, they always gave us a run for our money, man. But they were a good team, though. They were a good team. Okay. So let's let's go ahead and transition to high school. So no, so you played middle school. You played were you playing pop uh little league in uh, middle school too? Yeah, middle school all the way through, man. All the way through. All the way through. I, I even played uh pop one in ninth grade. I didn't even I didn't even play a pop at, at the ninth grade center because uh my uncle was the coach. And right. man, I I got into it with the high school coach at a at the time because he's like, man, you know, they, they respected me to play freshman. 
you know, because they had, they, you know, they they knew I was coming up. They knew I was going to be a good player. So, you know, they was expecting me to play freshman, and I played part one of my ninth grade year, man. They was pissed off at me, man. And I just, you know, my uncle's family, baby. It's no, hey, you know? that's right. Hey, hey I'm a, <laughs> and I tell people this, like, because it's funny. You say that I did the same thing, yeah. and people don't know that in Florida we could do that. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, and to me, I think it's an advantage because um, it literally you get to physically develop at least, you know, hopefully right. you get as much as possible for you got to step up in competition. And I think for us, that's a big advantage for the, for, for the state of Florida to be able to play literally your ninth grade year because that's under the old middle school, I mean, junior high system. Right, and that's right. why that rules in place. But I think by keeping that rule, it's, it's an advantage for Florida kids. So play that. They uh, so tenth grade, you had a problem with. Uh, so how did what, what grade you end up at Boone? And uh, yeah, how did you end up at Boone? Man, so uh, ninth grade year, you know, I was still playing part one of football, but I was in the ninth grade at a Parker High School. Um, ended up getting expelled from a Parker High School. Man, my ninth grade year. You know, just caught up with the wrong crowd, you know, got into some trouble with a, with a fight or something. Um, you know, ended up getting expelled and going to an alternative school for uh, pretty much the second semester of my ninth grade year and the first semester of my 10th grade year. And then returning back to a park of the second semester of 10th grade. Um, I played quarterback, but at the time, Apaka had a quarterback that was a Georgia Southern met signee at Georgia Southern with Chaz uh, Williams. And Chaz was a bad boy, man. And, you know, I didn't want to wait behind him. I felt like I was better than him, you know, right. but he was older. He was older, you know, but I felt like I was better than him. He was a good quarterback, but I still felt like I was better than him. And uh, my first play at spring at, in uh, 10th grade, man, I broke 98-yard touchdown. And Chaz was at a uh, semi-state semi uh, track meet or something. So when he came back, they just put him back in at quarterback and moved me to defense. And I was like, oh, hell no, man. I'm, I play offense. I score touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how I feel. I could play right. defense if you want me to, but I score touchdowns. I should be on offense. And eventually, man, I just, you know, we ended up getting over the boom, moving over with my sister to Orlando and uh, Coach Ziegler, man. You know Coach Ziegler. You played for him. Yeah, he's a high, he's a high school football coach. Uh, coach Ziegler gave me a chance, man, and uh, you know I just ran with it. It was, it, you know, it, it's something so bad turned out to be great for me. You know, I got expelled and stuff, and ended up going to Boone. But that was probably the best thing that could have ever happened to me is getting the Boone on the Ziegler, and uh, even to this day, man, this man has helped me out. You know, jobs, teaching, and stuff, and coaching in high school. Coach Ziegler was big time help for me. It's good to hear, man. So, you get the boom. What, what, uh, what, what? I mean, I'm pretty sure. What was like? So, soon as you get tenth grade, was you get the boom? What are the, all the ways that Ziggler started using you right away? Well, I, I got the boom in eleventh grade. I love oh, eleventh grade. Okay, grade. yeah. I, I only, I only went to boom for two years, but uh, my first time out there, man, Coach Ziggler. You know, they asked me. You know, they asked me where I was coming coming from or whatever, and. He, he, I think, no, no, no. Maybe it was 10th. It was 10th grade in, in the spring that I left. I did come to Boone. Okay. Yeah, so um, spring ball, I get out there and I told him, hey, I already practiced with a pocket, so I, I shouldn't have to wait. And he goes, okay, yeah, you shouldn't. So they give me my pads and everything, man, in the first play. <laughs> first, he put me at running back. You know, I'm like 140, 130 pounds. You know, I'm skinny as I don't know what. Right. And uh, um, first play. He give me the rock, I take it to the house, man. And this dude, he never took me out of that running back again. <laughs> he never took me out of that running back again. And uh, that's how that started at Boom, man. That's how that started at Boom, pretty much. Now, you was an all-purpose dude at Boom, because I, yeah. I, first of all, let me tell you, I still don't remember how I came across your tape. And you know what? Yes, I do. I came home your... We're gonna speed this up just a little bit, but we're gonna go gotcha. back to your boom career. Gotcha. I, let me see. I came home your senior year during Christmas break, just doing like I always do. But technically, under NCAA rules, I couldn't talk to you, right. but I could watch film. I don't think Ziggler ever wanted me to see you. 
But I also don't think he he saw me as a threat as far as recruiting you. Right, right. I think, you know, the whole goal was the... And look, man, you would have been bomb, the bomb in D- Division One. Like, right. you would have been major without a shadow of a doubt. Right. But what I felt what uh, Pittsburgh could have gave you was I wasn't going to let nothing happen to you. Right. I knew you weren't going to get in trouble. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I, I say, if you go to Coffeeville, you go to Juco, man, dude, you, you watch Last Chance too, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> And that's real. That I know it is. For me. Yeah. And I'm telling you, bro, you you feel like you was in the popcorn again. I'm trying to tell you. I feel you. I feel you. Man, that, I said, that, man, that, let's, let's, let's get no. I don't want. I can't have the having this kid. I know yeah. you're gonna be playing rock boys, man. But I saw your film, and you was at every position: quarterback, receiver. I I, I saw you returning, and I knew. When Rad saw it, it was over. Yeah, and, and I knew what when, when Ray saw it, it was over. So when I your take was easy. I, I gave it. I put that thing in, and I just stepped back. <laughs> and Ray looked at me like I see another one. So we had already got Cliff. We already had a James. I said, "Yo, another one." Yeah, Let's man. So yeah, I, 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 that's how I came across you. Just happened to be home. And went to the football office, didn't talk to you, but I could watch your film. And I said, oh, Ziggler ain't gonna like this, but he <laughs> killed Robert Morris. So yeah, that, that's how I came across your tape, man. Okay, okay. But uh, yeah, so so high school career, what? I mean, you play your junior year, senior year. I think you won't end up winning regional player of the year, district yeah. player of the year. So uh, what was your grades like? Let's let, let's get to the real focus. What was your grades like? <laughs> the grades, man. Hey, I'm from a Parker, man. That's all we knew how to do is play football, man. The grades, you know, it was like, hey, man, if y'all want me to play, y'all gonna have to help me out a little bit. Man. <laughs> Hey, Mo, I tell my kids, man, I wasn't, you know, school wasn't really my thing, but, you know, right. I, I wanted to play football. I want, you know, without football, I just didn't feel right. So, you know, I had to get the grades, but, you know, I wasn't, I ain't going to sit up here and lie and tell you I was an A-B a, student, man. Right. Know? Hey, if I got, I, I got enough to pass, you know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, this to me. When I hear about dudes that say they, they about ball, but right. can't do the bare minimum, right. like, come on, man. Because we all know the guys that were way more talented than us that we grew right. up with and, and that they could not do the bare minimum. So I'm going to speed up a little bit, but I want you, what would you tell the dudes that that are, uh, when we were, let's say, high school age, that, 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 that are talented, but they from our communities, and, right. and they really not on this school shit, but they really want to play ball. And, and, and remembering where you were, what would you tell them today? Man, about this school I, shit. you know, I pretty much, bro. You know, I done been through a lot as far as school and, and ex- getting expelled and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, just to even have a degree, you know what I'm saying, bro, it's just, it means a lot to me. So, you know, what I would tell a young person, man, you, you, if that's really what you want to do, football or basketball or track is really what you want to do, man. Nobody else can do it for you. You have to do it yourself, man. You got to do it yourself. That's what you want to do. Because you don't want to be 20 years old, sitting on the corner, man, in the same neighborhood, you know, seeing the same guys every day doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You know, if there's something you really want to do, you got to push yourself, man. I mean, even if it is the bad minimum. You, you, you just you got to do enough to play, man, because those sports, man, can open up so many more doors for you. You know what I mean? You know, like I said with you, man, Pittsburgh just talk, showed me so much more, man. I, you know, I had never been out of Florida, you know, so that's that's pretty much what I preach to them, man. They got to they gotta really put their mind to it, man, and just, you know, buckle down and do what they need to do if they want to play those sports. If not, then you, you're not going to do it. You know what I mean? Nobody can force you to do it. It's on, it's on you. That's all. You know what I mean? So that's yeah, studying it, when you don't want to study. Oh yeah, man. It's gonna it's gonna be tough love. You can't be with these kids nowadays. I you can't really. <laughs> you gotta tell them straight up, man. Because yeah, you, 
Cause these kids, man, they, they're a little bit different from when we growed up, man. They, they're a lot, For real, bro. a little bit different. They're a lot different, but uh, yeah, man, you just got to be upfront with them, man. You know that's and that's how I am with coaching. That's how I am with coaching, man. I'm upfront with them, and I try to push them, but not too too hard, but you know just enough. Yeah. All right. So so uh uh um so I, yeah, tell me about your recruiting process. Not just Robert Morris, but your senior year, you putting up Nintendo numbers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying for Central Florida. So, what was your uh, a recruiting process like, and, and what was your top schools? Uh, my recruiting process was weird, man. It was weird. Um, I started realizing I was small <laughs> towards the end of the process. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? I never looked at it like that. You know what I mean? Right. Because I always played good, no matter what, the size or whatever. You know, but then colleges started coming in like, oh, man, he might be too small to play this position. He might be too, because I played quarterback and running back. And I didn't really start playing receiver until, you know, the end, end of my, um, of my um, senior, my senior year, pretty much, you know. So, and I had to learn that. I had to learn that when I got to college because I wasn't a receiver. Um, But pretty much, man, as far as the recruiting, you know, I wanted to go to UCF. I wanted to be close to home. Um, I saw that wasn't going to happen. Uh, Tulsa was another option that I had. Uh, Coffeeville is who I signed with before I signed with Robert Morris, man. And um, South Florida a little bit. And Robert Morris, man, that, that was my options pretty much. Okay, so so I, I just want to make this clear, ladies and gentlemen. This guy did not play receiver that's not it wasn't his primary position he's an all-time the greatest receiver in all times and that was not his primary position he didn't play really play receiver until his freshman year in college all right gotta make sure i stress that so yeah uh uh so uh robert morris so 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 i obviously my sale pitch worked yes it did (laughs) what was was that defining thing though because you obviously said no but uh, what was that thing that made you say, yep, I- I'm going? Um, man, I would say our recruiting trip, Mo. Uh, I don't know if you remember the recruiting trip, but uh, it was me. Man, remind me, remind <laughs> me. <laughs> so it was me, a kid from Boone, another kid from Boone that you, you recruited with me, a center, Jeremy Brown, uh, Cliff, my dog, <laughs> one of my best friends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. One of my best buddies, you know what I'm saying? Like, to this day, we all in the group chat, man. And, and that's that was one of the relationships that I got that I made at Robert Morris, man. Even nah, I ain't gonna say at Robert Morris on my recruiting trip, man. That was my boy, and he still is to this day. But on the recruiting trip, man, we went, we flew in different, bro. Just different from Orlando, you know, driving through a mountain and coming out, seeing that view of the city. You know, that was crazy, you know, because that's <laughs> something we, that was something we never saw. You know, we don't have stuff like that in Florida. Yeah. Um, Dave and Busters, that was my first time. You took us to Dave and Busters on our recruiting trip. Bro. Oh, wow. Bro, I don't remember <laughs> yeah. none of this. <laughs> yeah, you did. You took us oh, to Dave wow. and Busters on our recruiting trip. And uh, we were too young. They Like at 12, I think they closed it to you know 21 and up. We were too young. Yeah. At the time. We were all 18. And I think you took us to a club or something, man. But we had a good time on the recruiting trip. Oh, it's sad. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Oh. Stan Man. You know, Sam was oh, on. shout out to Cedric, man, who would have yeah. been a defensive end, uh, got into an accident, uh, I don't know, a motorcycle accident that yeah. he, he was, was supposed to be part of that class, man. Yeah. Yeah. He would have been too. Hey, let me tell you, bro. If, Ced, if Cedric Rogers would have played for Robert Morris, that dude was a beast. He yeah. was a real deal beast. Um, I went to elementary school at Cedric, man. Um, and yeah, that 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 destroyed me, man, to see him like that. Cause we, it was like a month before we were about to leave to come to Robert Morris that he got into that accident and yeah. pretty much he, he he couldn't play football ever again after that. Um hey, how, yeah, he, how's he doing, man? He's doing good, bro. He was in Detroit and he's back in Orlando. He, he's back in Orlando. I talked to him on Facebook, man. Man, you had a hell of a recruiting class that year, that year, man. Bro, you got a recruit class. <laughs> Bro, listen, I'm gonna tell you, I'm so glad you said that, right? I've been telling people I'm the second best recruiter of all time. I give you that Rick one, brother. Harper, the guy that recruited me, 
yeah. the best. Yeah. But I told, I say, I, I want Cleary. You could, I say, Cole, Deshaun, anybody. Yeah. I say, I want you to line your recruits up against mine and tell me who's better. As oh no, nah. you got that. You got that beat, bro. As far as a class, yeah, all the best class in Robert Moore's history. Hey. You know how I know that? Let me tell you, let me go down the numbers for my recruiting class. Yeah. You a Hall of Famer. James a Hall of Famer. Yes, sir. Cliff started 41 games. Greg Hartice went from linebacker to starting at guard. Right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Uh, 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 who else? Uh, um, I'm trying to did you get, else. Did you did you get Steve McNair? Oh, Come on, bro. Hey, if I stop right there, I'm good. You good? You good? That's it, bro. Yeah. Bro, I said, uh, who got better? Ain't nobody else. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> man. Y'all, y'all was the. Hey, I'm gonna tell you something else. Why y'all was? Y'all, we. I found the most counters. Right. The, the initial scholarships. Uh huh. Y'all the ones that y'all the foundation. Y'all the first class oh. technically. They have scholarships in Robert Moore's history. Let me add that too. Yeah, like you did. Team. True. The first class of Robert Moore's history to have full scholarships. That's true. Oh, that's a beautiful thing, bro. Yes, yeah. sir. And I remember yeah. you telling me that. I remember you telling me that, man. We don't really give scholarships, but we gonna yeah. give you. A, you gonna give you a full scholarship, and y'all did, bro. And I yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, man. The first class, bro. Because we, we had to be very. Rad told us we got to be very specific about. How we spend those very first scholarships? Cause they weren't they weren't easy. Y'all yeah. just happened to fit the criteria, and uh, the rest is history, man. So yeah, we made history, bro. For, for sure, for sure. And who's that there sitting on your lap, bro? Man, it's our Myers, man. It's my little one, my, new, my last one. <laughs> Let me say that, my last one. My you last, that, one. my last one. <laughs> yes, sir. How many? How many you got, bro? Man, I got five kids, man. Woo! Five kids, bro. Five kids, dog. <laughs> how, how old's your oldest? Sixteen. Wow. Sixteen. Bro, I remember. Yeah, that is hey. crazy. Hey, Mo. Yeah. Tell Robert Morris, man, they need to step it up, man, and get that head to Orlando to come see him, cause the boy a baller, man. Ooh. Who that? My my oldest son. He a baller, man. He played basketball and football, but he he good. Hey. He really good. Let me say this on this podcast. I'm gonna tell you, you are a Hall of Famer. Right. So what position he play? He play receiver, man. He play receiver uh at Evans High School. Okay, here's the yeah. question. Is he better than you at this stage of his career? Keep it real. He got a, he got a little he got a little ways to go. He got a little ways to go, man. What I okay, where, where in what aspect is he further along than than well, not even further along than what you were impressed he, he's bigger than me at this at this age. He he right now he's about right now he's about six foot, about six foot, maybe six foot one. Look like about 160, 70 pounds. But he's solid. He's solid. Okay. He, he, he okay. Got, got picked up a lot of weight. He's tall, man. I can't believe that he done got that tall. But he's gonna be an athlete, man. He, he real good. He's been playing football like me since he was a young kid. Okay, so uh, if you were if you were to be selling him to a coach, what would you say right now? Why should they look? Why should uh, start looking into him? Um, the kid, he got he got the traits, man. He got the traits from his daddy, man. I mean, you know, clearly these guys see me play. They know how I balled out at Robert Morris, man. And and my son, he right there behind me, and, and um, you know, pretty much, man. He, his numbers speak for themselves. He had his freshman year, he played JV. He had, I think, eleven touchdowns. Oh wow. Um, on okay. JV, so you know this year, this first year on varsity, a little tough on you know the game speed up every level you go to. So you know his numbers weren't weren't there, but that was this is his first year playing freshman, and he started on the varsity. I mean, I'm sorry, this is his first year playing varsity, and, it's, and uh, he started at receiver. So you know he's just learning the game still, but once he get used to that speed, and he should be good this year coming up. Okay. Cool. 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 Yeah. I I look forward. I, I look forward to watching some film on him. I know you're gonna send me some film. Yeah, man. I will, man. He like I said, he at Evans. You know what you know what Evans is. You know, so yeah. 
Yeah, he, he there, man. And yeah, we'll, we'll I, I want to evaluate his. I want as, as the person <laughs> recruited you. I want to evaluate his, 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 his film. I want to I want to watch that and, and, and let him know. Let him know. Let him know, bro. <laughs> hey, come on, now. hey, tell him. Hey. I'm a, hey, I, this is what I want you to tell him. I, I want you to say the guy that recruited me. Yeah, he wants to watch your film, and I'm gonna give yeah. him feedback. Right. I'm gonna tell him what he need to work on, and and, and right. uh, when I come to the crib, on me. We'll train together for a little bit. Okay. You know? So, yeah, yeah for sure. That's that's my treat. That's my pleasure. Heck yeah, man. If he, if he, if he, if he, if he as, as far as I'm concerned, he my recruit. That's right. <laughs> get so, you know, get him, you know, dead ass, bro. Anything that yeah. I can do, you know what I'm saying? You need you need him to get a, a reality check, a, the, uh, you know, honest feedback, anything. You know, I'm going to talk to him like I'm talking to you. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? And he going, whatever y'all can do to help you, bro, please, by all means, my pleasure. Yeah, yeah man. All right? Yeah. So, so uh, you select Robert Morris, get to Robert Morris. So what happened your freshman year, man? Because I, I I was not, uh, now I'm old, and, and I'm expecting you to be on the field. But, but so why, why, how come you didn't get your chance your freshman year, bro? So, you know, my freshman year, my SAT score wasn't high enough. That's what it ended up being. So I had, to, I had to sit out that first year regardless. Um, the second year, man, you know, you know what I'm expecting to do. You know what I'm expecting? I'm ready to get on the field. I done missed a whole year of football. The second year, man, I freaking broke my ankle. Oh. At, at freaking practice. Didn't know it was broken. Until Christmas break time, so I went. I went home back to Orlando, and I'm like, "Damn, man, my ankle don't feel right," you know. And uh, I ended up going to the doctor myself. And uh, man, I, I was so pissed off because I, I I knew something was wrong with my ankle. And I got these coaches looking at me like, "Damn, this dude was supposed to be the man, and he ain't. You know, he can't. I couldn't really do nothing because of my ankle, right? You know, so that that like that was depressing, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because it, now it's two years I I hadn't even. Got on the field, got a chance right. to play, you know. So that that sucked. That sucked like real bad. You know what I'm saying? That was a blow to me. Um, but we kept grinding, man. You know, um, Cliff and them boys, James, they kept grinding. Them dudes, some hardworking boys, man. You know, um, so they they really pushed me to keep grinding. And you know, I, I had to wait my time, but eventually yeah. it happened. You know what I'm saying? Eventually it happened. Hello. Yeah, you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, eventually it happened, man. So um, you well, technically are you telling me are you telling me technically that you only played two years? Yeah, man. I only got I got I played about two yeah, I played like two years, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I really got a chance to only really play like two years. I played a little bit when Don Tatum was there. That last year Don Tatum played, but it was really Ricky Dowdo and uh and Dante starting and I was the third right. receiver taking in, but I wasn't I still wasn't the speed of it, man. It was just you know what I'm saying? I had to get used to that speed, but yeah, you know. But you know, it's funny, man. I remember um, coming to town, and I asked Rach, like, "Man, what's going on? Like, seriously, why? Why yeah. is he on the field?" And Rachel, like, "Mo, I've been pushing to get Taiwan on the field. I yeah. know what he can do." And I remember he told me, like, I, he begged them to put you on kickoff return. Yeah, yeah. you were begging like, please, just let me return. Let me return. <laughs> Ray went to ask Walton. Walton finally said, let's see what he can do. And I think you made that impression right away. I don't know what kickoff it was, but whatever it was, I just remember them telling the story like, oh, yeah, he need to be on the field. Yeah, so, man. Uh, uh, do you remember that joint, like that kickoff or or, uh, or what play you made that made, when you finally started getting some burn? Man, really, man, it was it was that uh my junior year, like redshirt junior year. Um, Walton called me down to the office, man, and he, you know, Dante and Ricky, they were gone. Those boys were both vets. They they had been there. They knew the system, right? You know, and I I pretty much you know was up under their wing. You know, Dante was like my big brother for real. To be honest with you, that that was my that's my partner. That's my yeah. son, God, dad. Um, like Dante just was like. Right, the perfect person to be in my life at that time, bro. He he was a smart dude, you know. He wasn't no thug or nothing like that. He was a very smart person. Yeah. And uh, Dowdo, you know, that boy had hands like super glue. You know. <laughs> man, uh, shout out to Ricky Dowdo, boy. Yeah, man. man. Uh, Dowdo was real un, cause a real unassuming. You know, yeah, what I'm saying catch the ball, throw it up, real chill like, but. 
catch everything. Everything. That boy can ball. So, you know, I was up under those two, man. And, um, you know, pretty much when I got that opportunity, Walton called me down to the office after the season, you know, pretty much telling me, man, we, we don't got nobody right now at receiver. So this is going to, I'm going to get you the ball a lot. So just be ready to go. And, um, you know, that's, that's what he did. He did give me the ball a lot, you know. Cool, cool. Shout out so, to Coach Walton, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Shout out to uh, Joe Walton, head, former head coach, Robert Morris University, former head coach, New York Jets. Uh, um, yeah, gave you a shot. So do you remember that 94-yard uh, kickoff return? Man, I remember that thing like it was yesterday, Mo. Oh, well, tell me hey. the story, bro. They set hey. it up. What's the game? Uh, the situation? Man. Set it up. Mo. My mom and my sister drove. Oh! They never seen me play football in their life. Wow! Yeah, bro. They drove from Orlando to Pittsburgh to come watch me play that game. Wow! And the first kickoff of the game, I catch it, man. I mean, that thing opened up like the Red Sea, bro. And I, I just, <laughs> hey, I was gone. I was gone, bro. And uh. Man, I had a good game that day, I, but that return, was, you know, that was the start of it, but I had a real good game, bro. Now, I was, like, my mom, just her first time ever seeing me play, and it, and it happened to be in college at Robert Boyd, you know what I'm saying, at Moon Stadium. At Moon, <laughs> baby, that's right. Hey, hey, that's before the stadium, baby. That's right. Hey, the podcast, so, is, I mean, this series is called Memories from Moon for a Reason. Okay, okay. I've been trying to describe it to people, man, this little town, uh, not too far from the Pittsburgh airport. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 it was, you know, a, one grocery store, you know, not a lot going on, but yeah. it was home, you know, it just for, for a little bit, it was home. And uh, we appreciate Moon uh, Township, but we also had a philosophy of Robert Moore. We don't lose that Moon. Don't that lose that Moon. <laughs> Good things happen in Moon. Yeah, man. But that, yeah, yeah that, that game. I go ahead, Mo. No, no, no. Go, go, go ahead, bro. Oh yeah, man. That game. I, yeah, man. I remember that one like it was yesterday, though, bro. Um, yeah, man. Just because of that reason, though, that my mom, and my sister got the chance to see me play, man. I, I just had a real good game. And shit, man. It, it, it was just good to have my people up there to see that. You know what I'm saying? Because it wasn't. Yeah. It was rare for people from Florida to get their family to come all the way up to see them play. But that, that was big for me, man. And. Shit, it was just good. I mean, a good, a good experience, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad mom got to see that, man. So, yeah. you know, I'm, I want to change the question a little bit. I uh, something I'm gonna ask, but let me. I want to pick your brain. So, what, what was your measurements first and foremost in college? At, at your strong, your biggest. What, what was your, your height and what's your biggest? I was about five nine, probably about five nine, bro. Uh, I, I gained about 15, 20 pounds from freshman year to sophomore year. That was, you know, okay. That was that food, man. Eat all that food. Yeah. In the cafeteria. Um, and working out with, uh, working out with Cliff and James, them dudes, yeah. man. I'm telling you, they pushed me because I wasn't that kind of person. I was just doing all mine off of talent. Those yeah. dudes worked out, you know. With my Haitian brothers right there, man. I ain't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, James said the same thing. Cliff said the same thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Man. Them my brothers right there, man. Uh, but yeah, them boys worked out. They had it in them. I just, that wasn't me, but I had, they forced me to, you know what I'm saying? So I gave yeah. my 50 pounds. So I was probably about 5'9, 170, man. 170. That's the yeah. most he weighed in college. No, 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 no. Oh, once, okay. Once, okay. Once I realized, okay, man, you got a shot to play in the NFL or somewhere, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's when the training started for real. And, uh, you know, I, I hadn't seen you in years, but at the end, man, I was solid. I was I was rock. I was five nine, probably about one hundred and ninety five pounds, bro. Oh, so I would have loved to see that, bro. Yeah, yeah. I was solid. Wow, you got the one ninety one ninety five. Yeah, I was solid, man. I worked out hard. Um, my agent ended up getting me a trainer down at UPMC with a okay. Yeah. So I used to go down there and train with this dude two times a day. And man, yeah, you you see the you can see the results of doing that. Two times a day, man. I had done got, you know, I was ready to go to the league. Yeah. I was trying to get ready to do. So, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah, Yo, I, I man, what little man doing, man? Man, he all over the place, man. Hey. <laughs> he all over the place, man. <laughs> little man, little man wants some attention, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, so 
I want to ask you a question though. So on the kickoff, because not too, I, I always wanted, I think the, the, uh, one of the dopest uh, uh, amusement park rides would be if you can put an average person, imagine if you could put a person at a certain position in football, kickoff yeah. return, on, on return team, yeah. let's say playing middle linebacker, is a quarterback. I wish you could like virtually put somebody real to see. So I can imagine a ball being kicked about 50 yards in the air. You got to locate it, catch it. Right. And now you got 10 people plus one back running as fast as they can. And you hoping that your blockers will slow them down enough. So if you can like what, what, my, mentally, like psychologically, like when, well, how do you prepare to run a kick knowing at your weight? Yeah, people are running full speed. So, like, how do you prepare for that, man? Uh, prepare for it. Uh, man, all these years of playing football, to be honest with you, <laughs> I mean, uh, it was just normal for me, man. You know, that's what I had been doing for a long time. You know, so it, it, it like you said. It depends on if your people blocking for you. So I got to give it up for them boys, man, because really, I'm telling you, Bo, I ain't have to do too much on that return. I made about one cut, and, man, it was open. It was just open. Right. It, it was crazy because it don't usually open up like that, that wide. Right, just right. Open, you know what I'm saying? So it just opened up, man, and shit, man, I think I had the, the, the kicker to beat, and that was it. And I'm like, it ain't no way up and get caught by the yeah, kicker. Yeah, bro, that's Deion Sanders' <laughs> philosophy, too. And, no if way. I, he said, if I make eye contact with the kicker, it's over. over with, How about when you see the guy that your guy didn't block the guy and you can't juke him, like, and this, this is all so fast. How yeah. how you bracing, how you deal with that, though? Uh, my thing, my thing, Mo, as a football player, and it's been like that because I, I was a skinny kid. You know what I'm saying? I never weighed a lot of weight, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I always played football. And my thing was get hit the way you want to get hit. You know what I'm mm. saying? Don't get blindsided. Don't get killed. You know, even if I was going across the middle, you know what I'm saying? And I, and right. I knew I was going to get hit by the safety. I positioned myself the way I wanted to get hit. You know, if he hit me in my back, I felt like I would, that wouldn't hurt as much if I got blindsided, you know. You know what I'm saying? So I always... Yeah. Try to get hit the way I wanted to get hit, if, if that makes sense to you. Oh, let me tell you, that's a beautiful <laughs> philosophy, and that's the first time I've ever heard it articulated yeah. that way. And yeah. now that you're saying that, that makes sense because different running backs, for example, some are ground and pounding, some are right. finesse. Right. And the ones that are finesse control how they get hit. You're right. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's my philosophy, man. If somebody got loose, yeah, you might tackle me, but you ain't gonna you ain't gonna kill me with the hit. You gonna just tackle right. me. You know what I'm saying? You right. gonna tackle. I'm gonna be good to go. You know, and I, like I say, even going across the middle, bro, it was the same philosophy. Like if I was in practice and I seen James Noel come, and I knew I had a a, a a drag route, and I'm I'm going across his middle. Hey, you might hit me, but you are gonna hit me the way I want to get hit. It ain't gonna right. <laughs> even even for the four time All American, oh he yeah, still gotta get hit the way you gonna get hit the way you oh, want to yeah. get hit. That's yeah, right. That's my boy. You got to watch out for him, boy. That boy knock your head off. Yeah, James was gonna knock your head off and then smile yeah. at you afterwards. Yeah, with a gap in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So again, you put up some Nintendo numbers your 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 your, your last two years, man. Yeah. I remember. Uh, I think I came to. It might have been the last. No, the second to. Uh, that Duquesne game, uh, okay. when when, when, when uh, Dick DeMayo went crazy. Yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. I I, remember, I think it was the week before. I remember I was at the game, so I think the week before you had some stupid numbers, and, and I you got off the bus, and and you and people were like, yo, you heard about what Taiwan did last week? I said, nah. I said, what you do? He said, I think you had caught for over two hundred yards or something like that. Yeah. You were like, yeah, oh, over two hundred yards. You said it so uh, nonchalant. I'm like, is he serious? <laughs> like. Yeah, he did that. I'm like, wow. Yeah. yeah. And then you went off all that. that game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. You did settles, man. Yeah, Dante. And I, I tell people, man, that Dick DeMayo, you talk about making a statement the last game of your career. I, bro, I, I, I was so happy for him, boy. Man. man. 
more the mayo was a, that that was a good dude. Everybody loved the mayo. Yeah. Everybody loved the mayo, man. And, and the thing was, man, the mayo wasn't the starting quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so for him to come to practice every day, do all this stuff and not be able to play, you know what I'm saying? And, and finally get that opportunity. Bro, I, I mean, shit, man. I think everybody on that bus, everybody on the team was happy for the mayo, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he was there every day, you know, going through the ruts with us and but not playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Cause he wasn't a starter at the time. So uh, you know, it, it was just good for good to see him, you know, get out there yeah. and like he did, because he was a sister Yo, guy. If, 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 I'm gonna tell you, bro, it the whole energy of the offense was like we playing for for, for the mayo. Oh yeah. Like we oh, doing yeah. this with the mayo. That's what it felt like, like. He like man, and he was so calm. Yeah, he was. He was so chill, like like yeah, like he was a veteran. Like I, I just yeah. what I do. I mean, dog, yeah. over four hundred yards, over four hundred and forty yards, and he should have had over five. Yeah, yeah, man. He was supposed to have over five hundred yards receiving that game. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was beautiful, man. But I definitely uh, remember that game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. That night game. Yeah. That night game, back Duquesne. Yeah, I yes, definitely. Sir. Yeah. So, senior year, man. Again, y'all, you ball out, man. You, you, you do well. Um, life after college. So, James told me a story about y'all going to Toronto. So, how, yeah. How, how was life? How did? How was your preparing for life? I mean, your football career afterwards, aging and all that. And how was it to get into Toronto? Or how did you get to Toronto? Oh uh, man, I uh, really man after Robert Morris, right? Um, uh, I had signed with um, damn, I forgot the guy's name. It's an agent that the coaches hooked me up with, and I signed with him. And he, he had us training, me and James training. Um, and uh, Chaz, the same guy I was talking about, the quarterback from a pocket. He had yeah. an agent also from uh, he he was with the Green Bay Packers at the time. And uh, so he ended. I ended up getting in contact with Chaz, and uh, I ended up firing that guy. And mm. Coach Walton hooked me up with. They was pissed off about that, man. I guess they were <laughs> good friends. They were pissed off with me about that. Um, yeah. But he ended up. I ended up firing that guy and going with the other agent. And uh, we waited to draft, man. And I sat there. Actually, I was driving back. I think I might have been driving back to Florida, and I'm waiting on the phone call. We wait. <laughs> And uh, we wait. We I waited and waited and waited, and nothing happened during the draft. And uh, he called me maybe an hour or two after the draft and said, "Hey, listen, you know, um, you know, we got an offer. Uh, it's in the CFL. I, 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 if I was you, I would go ahead and take it. Uh, you know, that way, if you do get, if you do go out there and ball out, you, you definitely gonna get a shot in the NFL. And." Um, you know, so I ended up, that's how I ended up signing with uh, Montreal, with my agent, Jay Bianco at the time, um, got me that deal. It was a pretty good deal, man. It was a pretty good deal, but I had to make the team first. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so that's that's pretty yeah. much how I got there. Okay, yeah, so yeah, James told me about like that transition from being a, a student athlete to professional athlete was a culture shock. Mm. You know, so, so how was it being a pro? Woo! That's some grown man shit right there, man. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't you ain't in you ain't in the uh, you're not with uh 18 year old kids, you know, you with grown, grown men, you know, 30 year old men, you know, you might be 22, but most of those dudes are older. Um, right. Yeah, that's a business, man. That's that's a business. And some people, man, they won't you hear people talk. But they don't really understand. They don't really understand, you know. But that really yeah. is business, man. And uh, I should have been on that team, bro. I should have oh, been. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. I should have been on that team. Um, you know, ended up getting injured my hip, my hip real bad. I'm still dealing with that today. Oh wow. Uh, what was it? A, a hit or what? Man, I really don't even know. But it had gotten to the point where I couldn't really run. Full, I couldn't really cut full speed, you know, and even when, it, even when I got released, he, he called me in the office and he told me, he said, dude, you know, you came in, you were killing it. You know, you, you were shit. You would have been, you would have been on the team pretty much was what he was right. telling me. He told me, you know, you injured, 
you know, you're not performing the same. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, shit, well, get me fixed and get me back out there. You know what I'm saying? Right, but right, right. it's business. And uh, yeah, I ended up getting released, man, uh, on the last cut, on the last freaking trial. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, on the last trial before they, before they uh, make the roster or whatever. And uh, yeah, that was it, man. That was it. Man, so so what 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 the doctor say the hip what's the hip injury? What is it? It's like Man, I'ma tell you Mo. I thought it was something, you know, I ain't never really been hurt besides the ankle. So pretty much I thought it was something where I can just rest it up for a while and uh you know, be straight. Uh now what ended up happening was I got one more trial after that. And I did I did terrible. I was out of shape, my agent got me back up to Pittsburgh. And I was just out of shape. I hadn't been working out. He told me to work out, but I didn't think he was gonna give me a call. Right, right, <laughs> and right. He just called me out of the blue one day. It was like, "Hey, you got to go to Pittsburgh in two weeks." And I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I've been partying like a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know." So I'm like, "Man, you serious?" Mm. And uh, I tried to work out for like a week and a half, two weeks, man, and it, it, it wasn't there, man. I, and I got up there to a UPMC, and it was the year that. Darrell Reeves, uh, the Blaze boy was coming out of pit. So they, yeah. it, it was packed with GMs and coaches and stuff wow. at the pro day. And uh, damn, what was that Pitt's quarterback? He was throwing, I forgot his name, he, but uh, he was throwing to us, man. And I went out there and when I tell you, bro, it was like I ain't never played football. Bro. I, I couldn't believe I did that bad. Like I, I was just out of shape and bro, I did so bad and uh, like that next day, the agent called me and was like, hey, my man told me you <laughs> just did like, you you shitted it out of, you, you know, you did terrible up there, man. <laughs> and he was just like, we gonna go our separate ways. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> you know, I'm like, what the? I'm like, I just got fired by my agent, man. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that shit sucked, man. That sucked. Yeah. But I, I didn't think nothing was going on with the hip though, most, you know what I'm saying? I thought I had to feel, and bruh, you know, Right now, I'm going to a doctor's appointment here soon for my hip, and uh, they think it may be a uh, torn torn labrum in my hip. Gotcha. And I think that's exactly what it was when I was playing football, and I couldn't, I, I just couldn't cut like I usually do. Yeah, that that, that doomed me right there, bro. Man, so so how did you get over that, man? Like when, when knowing that football was over, like your career was over, was it hard for you to, to adjust, or 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 you know, did you adjust pretty well? Uh, no, man, I was a little depressed. I, I think I was a little depressed and didn't even know it. Um, you know, cause I like, man, I've been doing football for a long time. And then all of a sudden it's like, damn, you no football. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know what to do. I went to Pittsburgh for a little while and then I ended up going back to Florida. But yeah, man, I, I really ain't know what to do to be honest with you, bro. Like even when I got home, I was shit. I'm like, man, let me play in a flag football league or something. You know what I'm saying? Something right. football related. Um, yeah, man, it, it, it was tough. And and now that I'm older, I see why people say get your degree and, and, and you know, because it ain't gonna last forever because it's not. And eventually you're gonna get old and you're just not gonna be able to do it. You know, so yeah. I understand that now. I really do truly understand that. You know what I'm saying? So it was like a blessing, you know, from the Lord. You know, just like, here, here you go. Because that opened up you know, a lot of different avenues for me. As far as I started teaching and I started coaching, I started off in middle school teaching and, and eventually went to high school and, you know, but that opened up a lot of doors for me, man. Let's talk about that, man, because again, there's a lot of guys who think that if they don't make it to the league, that their life is over, that, you know, a lot of these guys going to college but not getting their degree, right. whether they dropping out or, or get flunk out, or think they gonna go to the league and they, you know, whatever. But right. then, even the ones that do make it to the league. So tell the public, what have you been able to do with your degree and how has that helped you uh, uh, as relates to what you're doing now? Uh, man, so like I told you, I, like as soon as I got the degree, man, I would say I, four months later, I quit my job and started teaching. I ended up getting into the school system, the Orange County school system, and then the Seminole County school system. Um, so I started off in middle school, and I was there for about three and a half, three and a half, four years. And uh, 
the whole time I'm there, man, I'm like, damn, I need to get back into this football. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I, man, Mo, I emailed every high school coach in Seminole County. Right. Every high school, I emailed them. And nobody responded back. And um, we were having, uh, like, the, uh, you know, the eighth graders going into the ninth grade. So the high school coach from Lyman came over and wanted to talk to the boys, you know, about playing football or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is my opportunity right here. Exactly. So he came in, he talking to the kids after the meeting. I chased him down out of the hall, down the hallway. And I'm like, hey man, I emailed you, man. You know, I'm trying to get into coaching. You know, I started giving him a rundown of my background. And he goes, okay, you know, summertime hits. And uh, by the weekend of summer, man, I get a call from Coach Thomas. Got you know the guy I was telling you about you know he telling you still interested in coaching I'm like yeah hell yeah hell yeah I'm still interested in coaching right and he goes uh you know what do you coach I said I play receiver you know so I can I can coach your receivers up and uh, yeah man he he got me in there and I coached with old guys for three years and uh, he, he uh, they fired him this year so he you know he he's uh, he's at Evans actually. Uh, but he wanted me to come over with him, man. And I just told him, man, my job right now at the time, man, it's just it's not allowing me to coach right now. So right. my gift to give him back right now is this right here. Like to let these young dudes know, hearing it from people that have done it, you know what I'm saying, for them to hear. So, right. but yeah, man. Uh, but, man, is there anything you, you – are you still coaching now? No, I'm done right now, man. Like I told you, that staff I was on, they fired him, so it's pretty much the whole staff is on. He right. applied. He applied for a few coaching jobs, uh, head coaching jobs, but eventually he got a, he got hired over at uh, Evans as a position coach. Um, gotcha. And that's that's you know I know that's got to be weird for him because he's been a head coach for the last at least ten years. You know, uh, so yeah. to a position coach, man. You know what I'm saying? When you've been a head coach for like the last ten years, you know. Yeah. He, he, you know, but he he really, really wanted me on whatever staff he was going to. Now he called me and even told me, you know, that hey, you know, if I get a, if I get the head coach job somewhere, then you know, I want you to be on the staff. Okay. You know, I explained to him, I say, man, if you gonna let me do like I was doing, you know, this last past season, where I, you know, I, I can make it when I can make it, because I wasn't able to make it every day. Right. Uh, you know, he was down with that. So, that uh, you know, I, I just got a lot of respect for Coach Thomas too, man, because he like he knew I loved it, but he knew my job was kind of interfer interfering with it too. So, yeah. you know, but he still gave me that opportunity. Yeah, that's good stuff, man. I'm, I'm, I'm coaching yeah. middle school right now. Right. And to be honest with you, man, there's, there's, there's times where I'm like, man, I don't think I got it no more, man. <laughs> for real, man. These kids hey. are different, bro. Like, I'm going to tell you straight up, last season, I'm, uh, 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 I'm coaching at this joint, man. And bro, a twelve-year-old talked to me in a way, bro, that I, and I kept telling people like I was so shocked because the guys that I coached were bigger than me, and yeah. they were there, right? You know what I'm saying? But then I said, "This is a twelve-year-old that know I can't do nothing to him." Grown right. men know, but a little kid don't. And I said, "Man, I gotta ask myself. I think I'm outdated, bro. I think I'm one of them old heads that they ain't gonna listen to." You know, man, uh, it, it ain't what it used to be, bro. No, it's different. It's different, it's different. man. You, it's, it's totally different, bro. It, it is. It is. And you got to adjust. You got to just adjust, bro. You do. And I know it's tough for, for you. Like you, like you're saying, bro, we, it just wasn't like that growing up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, you got to adjust big time, man. Even with the parents, man. The parents. Dealing with the parents, bro, it's tough. I'm going to tell you, Mo. I coached in middle school. I was in, I was at the middle school for three and a half years, man. Yeah. I coached girls volleyball. I go I coached girls volleyball, bro. And when I tell you, I knew nothing about volleyball. <laughs> and I did it for two years, but bro, that is like just coaching overall, man. It, it, it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Even though we were we weren't even winning, you know what right. I'm saying? But it was still fun, you know, just to be out there to be coaching, but. That was something different for me, man. I had, I had never knew nothing about volleyball, never coached it, didn't know any of the rules. You right. know, I was YouTube and stuff, man, but it was fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Definitely a good experience, man. Yeah, man. I ended up liking uh, volleyball a lot more after that, bro. Okay. That's yeah. good stuff, man. I got a chance to coach girls one time, man. Uh, actually, softball and volleyball one year in D.C. Yeah. in the hood. But we we practice uh, softball in the gym just to give you an idea 
of what resources we had, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and our girls got in the fight every single game. Oh, man. <laughs> every single game, our girls got in the fight, dog. Wow. Oh, bro. And I know I never coach girls again. <laughs> oh, that, hey, know, well, they bro. something else. They oh, something my else, God. Bro. They are something else. I ain't even gonna lie to you, bro. They, they tough to coach, man. They are tough yeah. to coach. They are very tough. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't lying, bro. <laughs> I just had a flashback, bro. Little <laughs> <laughs> girls, bro. Woo. Yeah, they they something else, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. They something else, man. But uh, but yeah, man. That's pretty much it, bro. The goal is, man. We gonna do this in person one day. You know, as soon as I can get to the crib, bro. Okay. Gotta gotta come down, man, to set everything up, man. But uh thank you for uh being agreeing to do this, bro. Sure. Again, ladies and gentlemen, Taiwan Massey, we only bring in legends. We're bringing people with stats. You gotta have some statistics if you're gonna be on this thing starting out. So, you know, uh, uh we got again uh Taiwan Massey, all-time receiver. And yardage uh, on the first team all-time team, our RMC Hall of Fame, Football Athletics Hall of Fame. So thank you, sir. Uh, until uh, uh, we see you in person, brother. Appreciate yes, you. Sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, bro. Right. Appreciate you for everything, bro. You All take right, it man. easy.